Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal! You're my boy, boo! Yo, Adrian! I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah! TV. Nice! Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Anthony, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Exciting times, my friend. Uh, we've been trying to schedule this interview for a while now. The listeners and viewers are tuned in. Uh, they can see you on Netflix's XO Kitty as Q, which premiered about a week ago. Uh, how are you soaking all this in so far? Because, you know, people couldn't wait for this show to drop when it was uh, when the trailer started dropping. You know, everybody knows it was uh, to all the boys film continuation kind of in a way. Uh, yeah. What's going through what's going through your mind with all this? Um, it's a little bit overwhelming. Um, I'm super appreciative of how well received the show is. Um, when you're filming these things, you never really think about how it's gonna do. Yeah. Um, and and all honestly, I, I I had no idea it was gonna be like this um massive of an impact, but um it's really exciting and it's really cool to know that. People all over the world are loving the show as much as we loved making it. I don't, it was number one at one point on Netflix. It's still number one. I haven't checked. Um, it was number one for a few days. I think Selling Sunset um, kind of knocked us uh, down. <laughs> but you're still up there. You're still up there. Yeah, I believe we're. Yeah, we're still in the top ten um, globally. I believe. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, uh, we're gonna jump more into the series in a little bit. Uh, but I want to get to know a little bit more about you. The listeners, the viewers, want to get to know a little bit about you also. Uh, entertainment industry what made you get into it i saw that you start off young a young age commercials yeah yeah um i don't know my you know my parents ended up enrolling me into this like acting class and it wasn't even like a legit acting class it was it felt like it was just for fun but um i ended up doing a, a showcase for a commercial agent and was signed when i was five um i started uh I doing like print modeling, random campaigns and um, some commercials. And then uh, when I was about eight years old, my mom decided for me <laughs> that it was time to like transition into TV and film. And I'm so glad she did that because that's what I really fell in love with. I mean, you know, doing commercials was fun, but like actually playing characters and telling stories was something really exciting to me. Um, and so we started uh, looking for representation um, and ended up getting it. I am still with the same manager as I was when I was eight years old. Um, yeah, so we have been working really hard over the years. And, you know, when I was a kid, I would just do a couple guest spots here and there and kind of, you know, um, pay my dues, you know, <laughs> like get the work in and the experience in. Um, and I'm really grateful for that because it helped me, you know, in my adult years, uh, be able to help lead shows entirely so um yeah that's how i kind of got started uh, i've been doing it my whole life um that's as long right. as i can remember what's the one big advice that you were given throughout your journey oh that's a good question um i don't know i i would say i'm gonna shout out melissa leo i did a movie a movie with her when i was nine years old and something she said to me at nine years old, she looked at me one day right before we were about to start rehearsing a scene. And she looks at me and she goes, don't fuck it up, kid. And that has stuck with me in my entire career. And so every time I'm about to go on set or do an audition or something, I have Melissa Leo's voice 
in my ear saying, don't fuck it up, kid. Um, I don't know if that's advice, but that's something that's definitely stuck with me throughout my career. You, uh, you've started in the series. You've also mentioned uh, guest spots. What's been some of your favorites? Because, you know, I wrote down some of the shows you've been on. And one of my favorite shows, and I was kind of disappointed I canceled, was Schooled. Oh, yeah. Um, that was a that was a good one. I, I would say my favorite one probably was Law & Order SVU. Uh, guest starring on that was really, really cool. Um, I got to fly to New York with my mom for two weeks, and I filmed with you know, high caliber actors for mm. the for the first time on a well-oiled machine like SVU. And it was really intense and challenging as an 11 year old. But um, it's one of like my proudest like moments of my career is being on that show. I feel like it's kind of like a rite of passage, like every yeah. actor has been on SVU. So um, I'm glad I got to check that box. What's cool about like your resume that I noticed is like you've done a little bit of everything, you know, like comedy, little action, little drama. Like what's been like your favorite? Or what's your favorite? I would say my favorite is like drama. Um, yeah. I think I resonate with characters who are like more grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, comedy is really fun, though. I have a great time doing comedy um, on shows like Alexa and Katie. Like I love the multicam yeah. kind of sitcom model. I think it's really fun and it feels like you're doing a play. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I love to really sink my teeth into a character and really understand them bit by bit and peel back those layers. And I think with more dramatic uh, scripts, that's that's more likely. I'm, I'm it's more possible to do that. What's uh What's Anthony's dream role? What do you kind of hope you get your hands on one of these days? I really want to play a superhero one day. Everybody says that. I love I know, it. I really- love it. I just I I feel like the MCU is so expansive now. Like, there's got to be room for me somewhere. I hope one day, yeah, I get to play a superhero. Yeah. Key question: Would you say no to a villain? No, I would not say no to a villain. <laughs> no, I would absolutely play a villain. I think that'd be really fun. Uh, what's your favorite uh superhero? Uh, <laughs> I was about to say Mr. Incredible from The Incredibles. <laughs> But, hey, I mean, he's, yeah. a he's a superhero. He's a superhero. Yeah, I, I just love that movie. Yeah. Um, but honestly, Superman, easy. I know, super lame answer, but that's the one for me. Amazing, amazing. So yeah, let's jump into uh, your latest series now, Exo Kitty. Uh, what do you think makes this uh, show so special and stands out where people are tuning in? Um, I think it's like the first of its kind. Exo Kitty is like a very much of a hybrid show. Um, we were mixing in YA elements as well as K drama elements, which not a lot of American shows do that. Um, and not to mention it's an entirely API cast main cast at least. So it's not something I personally have ever seen in a series before. Um, I think it's really special for like young people who are mixed race, who are Asian Pacific Islander, um, can see themselves in one of these characters and um, feel like their story is finally being told. So I think that's what really makes Exo Kitty so special. How did this uh, project fall in your lap? Tell us a little, a little journey about that. Yeah, I was um, filming the last season of Love, Victor. Um, and we weren't sure if it was going to be the last season yet. So I like my manager had gotten me the audition, but we weren't sure if I was even able to audition for it because with our contracts, it's very like when you're on a show as a series regular, you are locked into that show. And so we finally got confirmation that Love Victor was ending. And so I could read for this um, show. 
I read for it and um, it was probably a five month process until I um, actually signed my contract. Um, it was very grueling. It was very back and forth. We weren't sure what they wanted. They weren't sure in entirely what they wanted with this character. Um, and then I did a chemistry read with Anna that went really well, obviously. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So from like November, 2021 till March, 2022 was the audition process. And then I found out on the very last day I was filming my last um scene for love victor that i got the job on exo kitty and then i had like 10 days to pack up my apartment and my life <laughs> move across the world for a whole summer <laughs> so that was that was the experience of it wasn't like any other casting experience i've ever had a it was over zoom so like i'm very much used to going into a room and reading in front of people and then them giving me notes right there but instead I had to like send the tape and then they would give me some notes. And then a week later I'd send another tape. So it was just like a very different experience in terms of like getting a job in Hollywood. Now, did you originally go in for Q also? I did. Yeah. I was always Q. So well, what was the description you were given for Q and uh, like, how did you uh, decide to play this character? Um, the description was uh, Middle Eastern, jock, uh, heart of gold, um kitty's confidant there wasn't a lot to go off of um but i knew i wanted to put a lot of myself into this character i felt very connected to him i feel like a lot of times i'm kind of like the one in the group that kind of keeps everyone in check um and i feel like q is very much that um so it was very easy to get into the mind of q um and also because you know he's a international student at kiss yeah. uh, and in a way, I was like an international student <laughs> going to Seoul to film this show. So there were a lot of parallels that helped me relate to Q a lot. And another thing that was really exciting about this character was when I was there, his name was still only Q. There was no last name. And usually when you get a script, um, it'll show like a cast list and it'll show the full names of the cast and the characters that they're playing. But mine would say Q dot, 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 Anthony K. <laughs> what is Q's name? So I talked to Jenny and Sasha, our showrunners, and I asked them if they had thought about a name for him. And then we, the conversation started of like how authentic I can be playing this character. And they decided ultimately it would be best if Q would be Iranian and Filipino like myself. Yeah. So um, it was really, um, really special. It was, um, a, a feeling I've never really had before playing a character because he was so similar to me. Um, and, and the best way I can put it, it, it was just comfortable. Um, so, yeah. How, how different was it filming a series in Seoul compared to like here back in the States? Completely different. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was very lucky to have done multiple series that filmed in LA. So it was very close to home. Um, and on all, in all honesty, I never thought my career would take me anywhere other than Atlanta, LA and Vancouver. Because yeah, that's where I, yeah, that's where I've always worked every time. It's always those places. Um, so I never thought that I would ever go to Seoul and, you know, going into it, I'm like, oh, how different can it be? You know, I, I was a little cocky. I've been doing this my whole life. So I thought I knew everything I needed to know about the job that I was doing and, that entire experience <laughs> taught me otherwise. 
Um, but I'm really grateful for it. I learned so much. I, you know, learned how to work with people who were different and who yeah. were not like, you know, the traditional crews that I would norm normally work with. Um, and it, it was really eye opening. And I, I cherish every day that I was on set because of it. Um, but there were a lot of challenges. There were a lot of um, learning curves for everybody involved because we did have a mix of American like department heads yeah. and the rest of the crew was Korean. So there was always like a little bit of a language barrier, um, which, you know, through some, you know, hard days and in, in the mix. But um, ultimately, it was really cool to see how everyone ended up working so well together towards the end especially given that everyone was like completely different and had different, you know, mindsets and ways of working on things like this. So um, it was just a really great learning experience is the best way I can describe it. From the first uh, few episodes that I've seen, you know, also Q is like, I like, he's like, I like him. He's like, he's chill, but he's also like outgoing also. Yeah. I get yeah. that. I get that by watching him. Like for you now as like uh, playing this character, any challenges? Um. No, I, I would say I'm like very uh, extroverted as well. Um, yeah. Like I said, playing Q, it was the first time I felt like super comfortable with, with a character. Normally it takes a while to like become comfortable with a character. And I felt that with, you know, Love, Victor by the end of my second, like by the end of two seasons of me working on the show is when I started to feel like really great about my character and the choices that I was making. Yeah. With Q, it was it was very easy. Um, I think what helps too is I was still playing a high schooler. Um, so it was just, you know, he's very similar, but in a lot of ways he's really different. Um, and it was more so, I wouldn't say it was challenging. I think it was more fun to kind of like pinpoint those differences um and kind of like hone in on them. How would you describe now his journey in, in this season? Um, I would say his journey is like he's discovered how to take a little bit more risk. Um, I think he's like really comfortable in the places that he's at socially. Um, and Kitty was able to kind of take him out of his comfort zone a little bit and get him to, um, reach out to Florian and, you know, be a little bit more outspoken. I think Kitty and Q bring like the best parts of each other out of each other. Um, so I would say that was kind of Q's arc. I and mean, we didn't really get to see much of his background or overall yeah. like actual arc with him this season. Um, but you know, the story, it was extremely uh, jam packed with plot twists right. and turns. So I don't think it would have like made a lot of sense to talk about that kind of stuff right at, at this point in the story, but I really hope in season two, we get to see some, some more, you know, peek into his like backstory and his family life and get him to actually have an arc this season. It'd be a great thing if the writers come up to you and say, what do you want his art, uh, his backstory to be? So I'm sure be... you come up with some ideas. Yeah, ultimately it's not my choice, but I I hope it's something I get to really dive into. Yeah, you mentioned Kitty; she's played by Anna. Uh, and you you mentioned earlier that uh, the chemistry read was great when you first uh, did the table read and everything. Uh, describe now the chemistry between the two characters. Oh my gosh, I feel like by the end of the show, they've been friends like for their whole lives. It seems like um, yeah. I think there's like a familiarity between the two of them, both being from the States and like yeah. being fish out of water, fish, fish out of water. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like they, there's that all, like already there's that comfort level there. Um, 
And I think also because I think Kitty feels safe around Q because yeah. he's also the only person in the dorm that isn't a love interest at some point. Um, yeah, uh, I would say their their chemistry by the end of the season is like like a brother and a sister would be, you know. Amazing. What um is there a certain episode that's your favorite out of the episodes that have been released? Um, we call it the Breakfast Club episode, episode seven, the one where we're all in Saturday detention and, you know, hijinks ensues. <laughs> that was just a really fun episode because we got to go on location and film in this like beautiful library um, and the entire cast was there. So it was just like fun times. I, I would say that was probably my favorite episode to film. Uh, my favorite episodes to watch, I think, were nine and ten. I think they were Katina, our director, did an amazing job. And I think by the end of it, all of us kind of um, started to work a little bit more smoothly and and mesh better. Um, and so I think those episodes were like my favorite to watch. We mentioned uh, season two. Uh, has there been a new word yet? What's the what's the feeling you've been going through this week? You really think I could say that right now? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't. I I can't yeah. say yes or no to any of that. Yeah. <laughs> i'm was. just curious because i know you said you guys filmed this in the summer so if there's a season two it picks up i assume you guys in the winter are taking off again i you know there's a lot going on in this industry with the writer's strike and the oh yeah it's true too strike so um a lot up in the air i i have no word on whether or not we're getting a second season i would love to continue this story and get to do it again yeah um, but you know as soon as i know you guys would know too that's right uh, as an actor, what do you hope the audience and the viewers that watch your performance in the series, what do you hope they remember? I don't know. I hope they remember that I, you know, did the best that I could. I hope they think that I, you know, honored Q's story and, um, you know, brought proper representation to the people that need it the most. I hope the people that people who look like me can watch the show yeah. and feel like their stories being told and feel like their voices are being heard and, you know, feel truly represented on screen. Amazing. Anthony, what's next for you now? Any other projects you're allowed to tell us about that you're going to work on or have coming out? <laughs> um, I have a really exciting film coming up um, that I can't talk about either, unfortunately, but um, it's something that I'm really excited to do and it, it'll be really fun to film that's all i can say about it sorry sorry <laughs> right. i mean uh anthony lastly now uh, how can the viewers and listeners uh find you on social media keep up with you hopefully yeah i'm season on two. yeah hopefully season two um but until then they can find me on instagram and tiktok at anthony Kavon, just my first and last name anthony this was great uh thank you for giving me this today thank you so much it was great talking to you that's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.